Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. We love helping and so then that led to the creation of these pop-up groups, okay? So anyway, for those of you who don't know, um, I just sort of created some pop-up groups. So one of them was for private practice people who were thinking about starting a private practice another one was for people who were maybe in private practice and they wanted to future proof their business by creating a little bit of extra revenue or some recurring revenue or revenue through digital products Um, so both of those pop-up groups finished tonight Um, they officially finished yesterday but I said they could have an extra 24 hours to download all the freebies and watch all the replays but that all goes away tonight. And uh, then next week, there's another pop-up group for teaching therapists about how to market their practice the right way, because a lot of them just don't know. And it gets really stressful when they don't get results from what they're doing, and then they don't love it. So I thought, well, I would really love to help them with that, because I know a lot about marketing, and that's like in my wheelhouse. So yeah, I can absolutely help them with that. And then the last one was about leadership, because while I stopped doing my one-to-one services so no longer providing one-to-one coaching or mentoring or supervision and things like that that's all done now I'm just finishing off a few people that I was already working with Uh, I still get people coming and inquiring regularly about stuff like well I'm not starting my private practice I've been in it for a while but need some help (laughs) Um, and anyway the theme that's sort of been coming through of late that I've identified is that it's not really that these clients need coaching or they need mentoring it's not like there's anything they're needing in terms of goals and fixing things and sorting stuff out no it's more about mindset and it's more about embodying the CEO mindset versus the therapist mindset. They're two very different mindsets. They feel like day and night. So anyway, I'm running also the week after next a free pop-up group for leadership, the leadership skills in business, right? And I'm so excited about it. And I have to say, like, this has been such a big week, but it's been so awesome as well. Let me tell you, like, I was thinking – oh, this is going to be so much fun. And then I started putting it all together and I got a little bit like, oh my gosh, I forgot how much work it is to run a pop-up group. (laughs) And then I was just thinking about like, I've got this little motto that I share with my clients and that's, it gets to be easy. So that's like my secret motto. And I just use that to guide myself. And I was like, okay, Brooklyn, let's wind it back a step and let's look at if it got to be really easy for you. As I said, this is what I tell my clients all the time, forgot to be easy for you. So I had to do it for me. It got to be easy for me to do these pop-up groups. What would that look like? And do you know what? 
it was so good to be able to come of it, come at it from that place. And the content just flowed. And do you know what? It was so much fun because for each of the three days, like uh, I got to meet with people in the group and it was lovely because a lot of them I didn't know. We hadn't sort of met online, but I knew the name from other spaces on Facebook. So it was really lovely. Like the connections were really, really good. And I really, 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 really loved just being available to answer any and all questions that people had so um, it was so much fun and I really hope that they got a lot of value from it but what I also wanted to share with you today was just on this whole idea of mindset one of the things that I also realized during the week uh, was well not was it this week or last week anyway recently let's just say was that I feel like Maybe I hadn't really been, oh, well, hang on. I'll just start again. All right, I did a journal prompt the other day. I shared it in one of my groups. I shared it in two groups, both the pop-up groups actually. And it's a very, very powerful journal, journal prompt. And anyway, what came through from that prompt was that I, and isn't it funny, like when you're journaling, you don't even know where this is going to go. I started journaling about, you know, an answer to the question, an answer to the prompt, and then I like ran out of things to say and, you know, how you hit that wall. And then I just told myself, no, you're just going to stay here and keep writing. And that's what I did. And then I, I felt like everything just sort of dropped into place. Everything just sort of, I could feel it almost physiologically feel it. I could definitely feel it energetically. I just kind of dropped in, clicked in, flicked the switch. And next thing you know, my hand was writing. And then when I finished, I kind of looked over everything and then burst into tears because I had no idea that this stuff was within me. Like I didn't think that I had imposter syndrome, but hey, (laughs) turns out I did. So what came through was You know, I call my business private practice with soul because that's so important to me and I really want to have a faith-led business in terms of what soul means to me. So faith-led for me isn't about dogma and religion and stuff like that, but it is acknowledging and embodying and embracing all the different belief systems and all the eclectic parts that I love, you know, so I love to learn about soul and inner wisdom and higher self and higher consciousness and it was so important to me to infuse that into how you create a business right and that's how private practice with soul was was born however as a result of doing this journaling the other day what I realized was devastating because I realized that I've been holding back and that's not like me. I don't consider myself somebody who holds back. I always feel like I give a lot. So it was confronting to see that I'd been holding back. And what I read was really interesting. So about it was 2016, 2015 or 2016, I went to my very first course to learn about um, manifesting and you know working with soul and being in alignment and all of that sort of stuff right good morning Gabe okay if you can hear moaning over there it's Gabe having a bit of a stretch he's an old man now I shouldn't say that too loudly he's um maturing and uh, yeah, he gets a bit creaky with his little bones and he, it's cold here so I've got the heater on for him but anyway uh, I went along to this 
like workshop. I went for three days. It was a Friday, Saturday and Sunday and it was in Melbourne and I paid 5,000 US dollars for it, which at that time was about 9,000 Australian and I didn't have that money. I did payment plan and everything. But like I just, this was somebody that I really, really, really looked up to. Like to me, she was kind of like, I don't know, the Tony Robbins of spirituality. Like I just had this woman on a pedestal. Like I know now that was my mistake. But anyway, you shouldn't put people on pedestals. I know now I shouldn't put people on pedestals. I mean, not you. But anyway, so I was there and I just felt like in awe of this woman and I felt so humble like to be there and there were about I don't know maybe 15 or 20 of us in the room and I just felt like so excited I thought wow I've been led into the club and now I'm gonna learn all the secrets and oh this is so special and I was just um I don't know, I was just really eager and really excited and really like giddy and um, just so happy to be there. Anyway, on the second day, we had to write out like business missions and business visions and everything. And I was really excited about doing that because we've been doing all these exercises. You can imagine we'd been doing the meditations and the visualizations and all that sort of stuff. And it was just nice to be in a room full of people who were also into this stuff because remember I was getting bullied by other psychologists at the time for being into this stuff, but it's another story. But anyway, so it was nice. It was very affirming to be there and I loved it and the vibe was great. I wrote out my business and, you know, vision and mission statement and then we had to go around the room and read them out and um, we had to read, read them out aloud to her and I was really excited, right, because I wanted feedback. Like I love being assessed because I want to be the best, right? So I was ready for the feedback. I was embracing the feedback, all of this, and I was sitting toward the start of – so we're in – the, all the desks and tables and chairs were in a horseshoe shape and I was pretty close to her and I was going to be one of the first ones and I was really excited about it but instead of starting at my side where I was going to be one of the first ones she started at the other side which meant I was going to be one of the last ones anywho people start reading out their mission and vision and immediately I feel like I'm out of my depth here um, these are clearly women who've been doing this work for a very long time. I could tell by the way they were using the language. I, you know, there's a jargon in the spiritual community, right? And just like there's a jargon in your community, if it's an EMDR community or it's a trauma-informed community, there's jargon, right, that goes along with our different niches. So I, I didn't realise I, I was so far out of it like I thought that I knew the jargon turns out no I didn't know very much of the jargon at all it was a very rude awakening um I just felt like I didn't belong there you know and with every single person that went ahead of me and read out their stuff and they were getting all these accolades from her and they were getting constructive input from her but I was feeling like worse and worse and worse and worse and more embarrassed and more like I don't belong here I don't fit in here I'm not these people after all this feeling was just growing and amplifying and something was being activated within me anyway it gets to my turn right 
And I've gone from being really excited about sharing my stuff to wanting a hole to emerge in the floor and the ground to just swallow me up. I say, oh, that's all right. You know, I want to think about mine some more. And she says, no, 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 come on, let's hear it. And I was like, okay. So I started to read it out, but I knew straight away it was not good. Like I knew straight away it was not using the jargon and the language and it didn't have the angle or the perspective that all these other women were writing from and I had no clue how to get there I had no clue like how did they learn to write like this and how did they learn to connect like this and how did they learn to express themselves like this like was there a pre-work that I missed like I just felt so not part of it and then I burst into tears while I was reading my thing and I was in my chair I didn't stand up to read it I just sat down I was in my chair I was reading it out and she was like I can't hear you so then I had to say it like in a louder voice and I had a big lump in my throat because I was trying not to cry because I didn't want to embarrass myself in front of all these spiritual women and next thing you know it's like waterworks and um, I was humiliated and I was embarrassed and I just felt like, as I said, like I didn't belong. And then what made it worse was people tried to comfort me by telling me, oh, no, it's fine. But I knew it wasn't fine. And I knew everybody in the room knew it wasn't fine. They were just trying to be nice to me. And then after, you know, my little meltdown there, um, they decide to have a break and I went outside and um, I really considered not going back in because I just honestly felt like a fish out of water. I felt like maybe I had come into an advanced class and I should have been at the beginner class or something. So what happened from that point on, and I didn't realize this consciously at the time, but I can see now what happened then was I just shut that part of me down that wanted to express herself. So what it meant was I, that's a way to say it, like I guess since that time there's been part of me subconsciously that's been feeling not good enough and I it, it is imposter syndrome but I wouldn't say I felt like a fraud I would just say like I felt like I didn't belong and I felt like I wasn't good enough well so it is imposter syndrome um I just didn't realize how much it had affected me because now I can look back at my work and I can see how superficial I've been when it comes to expressing my soul like I talk about it but I don't express it um I talk to others about how they can express theirs but I don't express mine for fear of um not fitting in for fear of being compared for fear of not being good enough for all that sort of stuff and so that's why it was so emotional to do this in a work recently because I just had no idea all of that was there and uh, I'm sharing that with you because I want you to see like it doesn't matter how many years you've been a therapist for um, we all have stuff and you just don't know what your stuff is until something brings it up and for me that happened to be like because you're blind to it because it's in your subconscious so you don't know um, until you do something like an, <laughs> an inner work journal prompt <laughs> but I was thankful for it because it gave me so many answers in that moment of looking at what I'd written down on the piece of paper last week. Um, I could see straight away 
you know, yeah, I've been been superficial about everything when I really want to be going deeper. Now I can understand why I haven't been going deeper and that awareness now allows me to go deeper. And so what I've done is I've started doing more of that inner work um, and it's going to take some time because it's deep-seated it's not going to be a quick fix, but I think what you will notice if you're in my world, which hopefully you are, like you listen to this podcast, but um, I think what you'll notice over the next few weeks or maybe even the next few months is a, a bit of a shift and things become a little bit more free and a little bit more easy and a little bit more in flow and yeah, more powerful. That's what I really want my information that I share uh, to be like and I really want it to be received from a place of love for the people that really need to hear it and to support myself with that I'm currently working on shifting some of my beliefs which of course required me to identify what they were Um, but one of the beliefs that I had was like I've got to be super vigilant about everything like I have to watch myself I have to uh, watch my bookings I have to watch what I share online and how often I'm posting I have to be hyper vigilant about my sales I have to be hyper vigilant about all of this stuff because if I'm not then I might drop the ball and then if I drop the ball something bad will happen and then if something bad happens and you know like how it just goes like that So anyway, um, one of the things that I realized that I was believing was like this, this sense of hypervigilance and fear around making mistakes that would have like these really big consequences for my business. And so now what I started to work on yesterday, so it's all very new and I haven't integrated it yet. It will take time, but, uh, is that. I truly believe, I I honestly truly believe, and I would tell my clients this, I honestly truly believe that I can't mess things up. I don't believe in making mistakes. I believe that, and I'm not talking about like admin, I'm talking about mistakes like with your direction, with your business, like with your purpose, with your journey, those kinds of mistakes. I don't believe that I can make any mistakes because my faith, my belief system is that you know, the universe always puts me exactly where I need to be. I'm always right where I need to be. And I just need to allow myself to trust in that. And that's what faith means to me. And uh, I need to not just have faith cognitively, but actually start to embody it and live it and trust it and guide it. And do you know what? It was so interesting because I started journaling on this last night before I went to bed. And I was just thinking about, you know, what if I, what if I truly let myself believe it, right? I mean, I did truly believe it, but I guess embodying it and truly believing it are two different things, right? So last night I was playing with the energy of what if I did just stop being so vigilant and allowed myself to lean into my faith in the idea that I'm always right where I need to be and that I, and that therefore I cannot make mistakes, Maybe my business isn't going to look like how I anticipated it would look like, but that's okay because I also know my job is not to worry about the how. My job is to receive. The universe will take care of the how. My job is to receive. 
And you know what? I've got so many examples of times where I set intentions and times where I was um, manifesting and I really thought I was going to get clients by, I don't know, doing something like perhaps advertising, but the clients came through an EAP contract. So my job's not to worry about the how. My job is just to take the aligned action and to receive whatever comes through for me. So this morning when I got up, I was finishing um, off the groups, right, the pop-up groups. And I wanted to let them know because people had asked on the replays, on the replays, on the live coaching calls, people had asked, you know, can you give us some information about the paid memberships? And that was lovely, like, because it took pressure off me because I didn't feel then like I um, needed to go and sell and market and stuff like that because, I already kind of had permission, right, to give them the information. Hang on, I'm just going to turn off the heater because Gabe's puffing now. Do you want to get a drink? All right, you've got to have a drink. Oh, hang on. He needs the loot. One, one second. All right, I'm back. So it was kind of like that pressure was taken away because now there was almost an invitation if you like to share information about my paid memberships and anyway I was sitting down and I was thinking to myself I haven't organized any posts for this and I haven't organized any sales letters or anything like that what am I going to do and straight away the thought that came into my head was you can't mess this up you can't mess this up Whatever you write, whatever you put out there, it's going to be okay. Like you cannot mess this up. And it was so interesting to experience that because it allowed me to to let go of everything. Like it's so weird. Like I let go of my fear. I let go of nerves and nervousness. I let go of worry like, oh, no, what if they all hate me now because I sold something to them? Like I let, I let go of all of that because I just said to myself, no, I'm going to allow myself to truly embody this feeling of I can't get it wrong. And I am just going to hold the faith, that word again, I'm going to hold the faith that this is going to be information for the people who requested it and wanted it and that the people who don't want it will be totally fine with me putting it out there like they'll just scroll past it not a problem like I cannot get this wrong and oh I can't tell you like it was such a relief like it was like a weight had been taken off me And do you know what? I wrote the best content this morning. I really did. Like, I'm really pleased with the posts that I've created. Like, I did posts for, like, first of all, I made them up some bonuses, which I hadn't done. Like, I knew I wanted to and I told them I was going to, but I hadn't created them because I was in my head about it and wasn't sure what I was going to put together and what would be a good enough bonus, right? So I was in that state of mind. But when I let myself believe, well, hang on, whatever bonus you put together is going to be awesome. Like you cannot get this wrong. I thought to myself, yeah, I can't get it wrong. So now I'm just going to put together what feels right. And you know what? I put together some flipping awesome bonuses. I'm so proud of my bonuses. And like if I was in my group, and I wasn't the group owner or anything, I would definitely join my memberships because of the bonuses, like they're so good. And it just felt so, 
much fun. It was re- it felt like so much fun to make my pictures and my graphics for each bonus. So I made six bonuses this morning and it took me about an hour. Oh no, like because I suddenly in flow because now I've got clarity because not in my head about all of the stuff. So I made these six graphics and then I wrote six posts and I really loved my posts. Like I'm going to, I don't know, keep them as swipe files for future use or something because they're that good. Like I'm so happy with them. Um, what I really like about them is I feel like they represent like a fun side of me and I, I really – uh, in the past have tried to like keep the fun out of it because I had this belief that I needed to always be serious and I needed to be always professional and uh, you know I was already pushing the envelope by spruiking about spirituality and its role in creating business and its role in your marketing and stuff like that so I shouldn't be funny as well I shouldn't let anybody see that as well but this morning you know, I just didn't care this morning I was just like do you know what I can't get this wrong and this morning, I just feel like being a little bit humorous and funny. So I did. And I just, oh, it was just like so much fun to put. So I made, this morning, I made six graphics. I got six bonuses together. I wrote six posts, one for each of the bonuses. I scheduled them all to go out. So they're sprinkled into the group um, throughout the day. So the group gets lots of little surprises. And then uh, I also wrote uh, two extra posts about the actual memberships. And it all was done in less than an hour. I feel awesome about it. And do you know what? Tonight, the groups close. They're meant to close last night, but Uh, There were a number of people who couldn't attend the lives or have a chance to watch replays because of other commitments. So I said to them, well, we'll just keep it open for another day. So it's going to be open until midnight tonight so everybody can get all of their stuff and then, you know, I'll close it. But it just all felt so good. And now I'm really excited about going into the next pop-up groups like um, I haven't started organizing my content for Monday yet so Monday Tuesday Wednesday next week are for marketing and then the following week Monday Tuesday Wednesday it's for leadership I haven't started putting my content together but now I know I can't get it wrong it just feels like really easy to go and put it together (laughs) does that make sense so I'm I feel like something's shifted because I did that journal prompt because I did that journal work um so I'm going to hang on to that prompt because it was so good and um, I'm just going to keep it up my sleeve for me to use in the future um if I get stuck with something or I'm not quite sure what the next step is or something like that and this was the other thing too I also realized when I allowed myself to really lean into and embody that I can't get it wrong here's the other thing I realized I realized that I don't need more strategies. I just, I already have my own blueprint for success within me that I can access anytime I choose. Whatever I want, it's available. I know that it's available because it's in my perception, right? Um, And I know it's available for me because it's in my perception. And I also know it's available for me 
now. So I get to have all the things that I really want now. And even just saying that out loud feels very energizing and it feels really exciting. And it's like I can see the doors opening to so much more. And yeah, it's just been so much fun. And the other thing too is it was really exciting because I think I shared with you recently that my business model has changed. Like, you know, I'm not doing the one-to-ones anymore. And it's really the one-to-ones, as you know, that when you're a coach, that bring the income in for you. So I knew that as I was finishing up with those programs, my income was going to dip and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I'd have to sort it out, etc. cetera. But um, selling the digital products, which I've been doing now for six or seven months, um, has been great because I realized this week that I've more than replaced the income that I had from my coaching by selling my digital products. So that just makes me feel even more excited because again, like my goal was never to be a digital creator, right? <laughs> my goal was always be a psychologist, help people, be a counselor, help people, do coaching and mentoring, help people and all that kind of stuff. And then somehow I just ended up here. But the intention was, if I dial it right back, my intention was always I need my time, especially at this point in my life with the commitments I have for family around me. I need as much of my time back as I can possibly have. And I set that as an intention and I knew it was something I wanted to manifest different ways of having a business that allowed me to still receive the income I was used to but gave me back my time and now I've done it and I would never have thought it would be from selling digital products I would never have I never had that identity I never saw myself as a creator I never saw myself as a digital product creator no but now I can hand on heart say I can go into my Stripe account I can go into my PayPal I can look everywhere and there's evidence every single day that I've replaced my coaching high ticket income with selling digital products. So this is the thing, like I'm seeing now that it's safe for me to have faith, truly have faith and live my truth um, in the things that I believe in intellectually and cognitively. I, I want to start living them more now and I'm so excited for the future. I'm so excited for the future. I have new, like all of this is very new, right? Because I only did that journal prompt, was it a few days ago, like last week or something. I only did that journal prompt very recently, but so much has changed for me and I can feel it within me that more is getting ready to change. So stay tuned. Like I'm excited. I have no idea what's on the horizon. I'm just here for the ride. Like soul is working through me and I know my soul knows what it wants to do. And I'm just going to allow myself to be soul certain and uh, led by my soul and fueled by my soul. And I'm just going to see where it takes me. And I'm so, 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 so excited because I know, and I believe I can't get it wrong. I cannot stuff it up. It's impossible for me to get this wrong. And so I wanted to share that with you because I wanted you to hear what a breakthrough can look like and I want you to know that you know people that you 
connect with. You never know what's going on for them. You never know. And they might not know or might not be aware of what's going on for them either. I mean, it's been since 2015 or 2016 that I've shut that whole spiritual side of myself down. I've only allowed myself to talk about the um, socially acceptable spiritual things. You know, I've colored inside the lines, so to speak, because I've been feeling like I didn't have enough to contribute or what I had to contribute wasn't special or it wasn't significant or it wasn't important. But I now see that that's just not true. Yeah. So there might be stuff happening for you in your subconscious that could be, and you just don't know it, but it could be like holding you back. So if you feel like, and for me, what it felt like was I was just saying to my coach the other day, my new coach the other day, that I feel like I've hit a glass ceiling, you know? I really, sometimes I feel like I've hit a glass ceiling and you know what that feels like. You feel like you kind of, doesn't matter if it's a project or if it's your income or if it's, uh, you know, whatever you're doing in your business house, sometimes you just feel like you just can't go any further. You don't know what the next step is. That's what, that's what it felt like. And sometimes uh, that's an indication that there's something there within you to be explored and that for me is the value of journaling with really good journal prompts. Um, they just help me unlock all this stuff and then I get to expand and it's that expansion is so addictive and I just love it so much. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you because, um, you know, everything that you're experiencing in your business, in your private practice is a direct result of your past thoughts, your past feelings and your past actions. So if you're seeing things in your business that aren't resonating with you and that you're not happy about, this is an opportunity for you now to, you know, really take on board what I've shared with you today about my journey and think what your journey could look like. And maybe you need a journal prompt or something that's going to help you access that part of you so that you can bust through your glass ceiling too. I hope that makes sense. But anyway, that's that. So I just wanted to share it with you. And you know what? It's Thursday. It's 20 to 12. I'm finishing work now and I'm just going to go and watch Batman or something on, on Netflix and just just chill out. It has been a big week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and this morning, big weeks, energetically big weeks. And now I just think I feel like I just need a rest. So I'm just going to rest. I'm just going to be in my pajamas. I'm not going to check my social until later on today, maybe later this afternoon around dinner time. I might check it. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to have a break now and just, yeah, get off my socials and just allow myself to sit, be, integrate all the things and go from there. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I appreciate you so much and I want you to feel inspired by this episode. I want you to come away from this episode feeling like you know what glass ceilings mean for you and that you know what you need to do now to break through them and that's going to be accessing your subconscious mind and that you know there's someone who's further along the path than you that can help you with it you know like I just go on ahead <laughs> but I can always stop and wait for you to catch up that's not a problem like I'm not going anywhere so if you need help with any of it of course let me know but otherwise 
if you were in the pop-up groups, I hope you loved them. If you're not and you want help with your marketing or with like leadership stuff around being the boss of your business, um, come along to the free groups. Um, I'd love to have you. And yeah, thanks so much for being part of my world. I appreciate you more than you possibly know. Have a lovely day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.